Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant good morning to you. And I tell you, the, uh, the beautiful Hill Country is really, let me get my earphone wire, really beautiful this morning. Uh, 35 degrees last night, and now it's about, oh, 60 or so, and going up to 75 Clear skies. We've been talking to the rain angel, so should be some rain soon. I'd like to sing my soon it's gonna rain song and you know. We learned that in Hawaii. Do you know that song? Soon it's gonna rain. I can feel it. So that's how I create rain. Some people try to manipulate the weather. You know, that gets to me, for me, it's a little bit of black magic. I don't, I don't, because there's other people involved. And what if the guy down the street doesn't want rain? So I, I think that's a karmic problem. Could be. I don't know for sure. But anyway, so I just sing my song. And so what I'm essentially saying to the God, spirit, universe, that I know it's going to rain. And and I just let it go. And it works. Well, I don't know how I got off of that, but got something in my eye. Good morning, and we are live here, <laughs> live as I can get, on the 18th of February, 2022. My name is Patrick Timpone. Every Friday, we trip the light fandango and just have a one-on-one -on -one with you. And I chatted up about my my life because that's all I know to chat up about. I don't really care about the Matrix much. We we talk a little bit about it and try to make some sense of the Matrix. But then when you call or email, well, then we we interact with you because you have a free will. You could do that or not. And the phone number you didn't know. Yeah. Phone number is triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six triple eight. 663-6386. We're live here Friday morning, a few minutes after 10 o'clock, 18 February. If you're watching this over this weekend of 18, 19, and 20 of Feb, we've got some other cool vid uh, videos that we'll be interchanging along with Adam's last show. And, you know, we kind of do some of the last few shows on the front page here and then incorporate some of the other stuff that we find. Well, uh, lots to talk about. I have my little notes here. See, I have a little my, my, my little bullet points so I don't get too lost in my stream of consciousness thing because I can go down rabbit holes and 20 minutes later I'm down some rabbit hole and I don't know where I was. How'd I get down there? You know, one of the most uh, curious things to me these days is, uh, you know, what is the tr truth? You know, what's the truth? What's, what, what's really going on? And, um, of course, when it comes to the matrix, we, we don't really know for sure, right? Because the matrix, you know, we, 
it's it's just being reported by, for the most part, uh, there's a few cool people out there. Glenn Greenwald, he's a he's a truther. Um, few people. Tom Luongo, uh, he'll be on soon again. You know, uh, Brandon Brandon Smith that we have on from time to time. He had laryngitis last time. He's going to be on. And these are people um, that are looking for the truth, and they do it from a a state of consciousness that is not colored you know, by too much by what they think. Of course, every time we look at something, we, we, we change it a bit if we're not careful. It's a very curious thing. Even the uh, quantum physicists will tell you that, that you can't look at something without affecting it. Because we're all connected. So I, that's the old idea. If a tree falls in a forest, uh, is there a sound? It's almost like a Buddhist koan or cone, K-O-A-N. Who do you think? If a tree falls, I haven't thought about that for years. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there, is there a sound? What do you think? Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. I wish I had a prize like a car or refrigerator. I don't know if there's the correct answer, but it's fun to contemplate on. Patrick at one radio network dot com. I'm going to start off with a well. The, the, the truth thing is interesting. So. I mean, take something like Russia and Ukraine, right? How would you, how could you really know what the truth is on that story? You know, where the Russian troops are, of course, is, you know, one thing that they look at, but they're on their own land. Are they ready to attack or are they just trying to protect themselves from the the West and NATO, as Putin says, that's he said, that's all I'm doing. Um, all the involvement with the CIA, FBI, and all that with the Russian story, and many people think the whole thing is just a story. So then, that they, the military and the CIA and the people and their people they play golf with who do the pipeline. I want to sell the, the LNG, what is it, liquid, whatever, the liquid propane to Europe, and Putin wants to sell his gas via Germany to Europe, and that's a lot what it's about, people believe, and kind of makes sense to me. It's always about the money, Right. But I mean, to really know the truth of the matter, one would have to know what Putin's thinking, what NATO's thinking, what Biden's thinking, what the people who are controlling Biden thinking, what their goals are and motives, the FBI and CIA and all these people, and then you would actually know the truth of it. Now, if you know all that, 
Uh, you should come on the show and let us know and tell me how you know that. But it's possible to know these kinds of things. And you and I do it to a certain extent um, when we have an intuitive nudge about something. This is what we're doing. We're really, people call it remote viewing. I think that's a big, I don't, I don't like that term, a remote viewing. We're always remote viewing somewhere. I mean, when, say if you, your mom lives in California and you're picturing her in her garden, feeling good about it, saying, hi, mom, something like that. You're remote viewing. You just remote viewed mom in her garden. That's how remote viewing is. So, you don't have to take a course or do a, do a uh, seminar or pay somebody to teach you. I just taught you there and it was free. That's remote viewing. And if you really get into it and stay in that state of consciousness, you can even interact with mom if she agrees and um, see it more clearly, more clearly, more clearly. And if you'd really get good, like spiritual masters do, you could pop in your body in her garden and talk to her. One. No, that's what that's what spiritual masters do. You know, there's, I think Yogananda was able to do it. Um, he was a master in his own right and had a certain state of consciousness. It's interesting. Is there one that's more expanded than Yogananda? Sure, but he's cool. So that's all. Remote viewing is. He's just realizing that you and I are spiritual beings, this little ball of light in these bodies, and at our essence, we are omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, powerful, omniscient, we know everything, omnipresent, we are everywhere, we're already in the garden, we don't really travel there, it's pretty fun, huh? Because there's no space or time. That's an illusion. That's made up. So mom is right here, right now, in a different state of consciousness. And all we need to do, if we want to, is change to that state of consciousness. This is pretty much what dreams are, too. See, you get so much here for free. Great. Does it make sense to you? That's all it is. It's pretty interesting to think about these states of consciousness. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but I love this stuff. Because once you see it, you see how it works, and it's like you know it's right because I didn't read this in a book. These states of consciousness are piled on top of one another. Since there's only now, you know, you, you can't go out there to tomorrow because there's no tomorrow or 20 minutes from now because there's no 20 minutes from now. So 
They're just kind of piled on top of one another, and they're just one big different realities. And souls, you and I, we're popping into a different reality all the time. We call them thoughts, but they're not really thoughts. Every thought is as different. If you get this one, you, you know, you win the prize and you can cut off about 50 years of, or 50 lifetimes and just move on. Thoughts are not thoughts separate from you or me. Thoughts are a different state of consciousness. Hydrogen water. Hold on. So I got my lid. I got to tell you, I've been drinking this hydrogen water a lot since talking to George. You put on a little lid, see? So I need two lids. Okay. These are the coolest lids ever. You can find these puppies online. They're called goat milk lids. See, now they're plastic, not my favorite material in the world, but they don't touch anything, so. See what I mean? So with the hydrogen, you want to put the lid on because George says it'll last pretty much eight hours. Hydrating. So, time for some. kind of got to be a lazy boot booty over the last year and uh, bought into the idea we'll get back to all this stuff I know where I'm going kind of I can go back <laughs> but there's no back whoa um, I got to be kind of a lazy booty over the last year and said no nah, you know I didn't say it my mind came up with this uh, idea a state of consciousness that oh I don't need the Hydrogen water, I breathe the gas, that's fine. I'm not going to take the time to empty it out of the container and put a lid on. No, I'm not going to. So you see, that's what procrastination is. One just buys into that state of consciousness, which I did about a year ago, and then pretty soon you do that for two, three days and you just believe that's the way it is. You see how that works? So that's how programming works too. So I just program myself to believe that but drinking the water was not what I needed to do, and I could get everything I need. But after talking to George, I said, man, what am I talking? Yeah, I... No. You really get hydrated. It's the best way to get hydrated is drinking the water. And we have these machines on sale right now, 20% off, promo code 1RADIO, 20% off. We're going to do this ongoing because we just decided to get together with George and work out a deal. George, let's just give him 20 and... I'll take less commission. I don't care. So I worked out a deal with George. I just, more fun to sell more, make less. And um, so if you really want to hydrate yourself, get yourself a AquaCure machine on our website. Use promo code One Radio. Cost you a couple grand, but we know that hydrating the cells is like the number one thing ever, and we don't know anything proven anything as much as drinking 
hydrogen, hydrating chin to hydrate everything. So I've been drinking it for a year. I just started two days ago. I'm going to really get cute now. Can't stand it. Um, (laughs) 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So I can kind of walk you through and help to maybe explain if there are those of you in the... uh, you know, kind of cynical about what I just said about thoughts and all that. Wait a minute. How is that possible? So, this is pretty fun. It's actually part of my new screenplay. I've set aside the um, the real world of money one. I've got it to a spot. I think it's pretty good. So, I, a lot of the the screenwriting guru say, set it aside for a month, work on something else, and then go back. Look at it fresh and see how you can take the rewriting to another level. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm about halfway through the first draft. The first draft is whatever. I have a new one, and it's all about what we're talking about here. I think it's going to be good. So... um so say you're washing dishes and you're washing your car, you're feeding your plants or you're driving and there's just all these thoughts, right? People call this thinking. But it's not really thinking unless you're consciously thinking. There's a difference. If we're just sitting there allowing the mind to just... That's not thinking. All that is is the mind... Moving. And it goes from one thought to another, and they don't stop unless you learn how to. Then they stop. You can learn how to do that. But you, you can't learn how to stop the thoughts if you want to stop them. That's a problem. <laughs> and that's why the mind spins. Because it gets a little geeky, but this is the way it works. Trust me. If there is a thought, say the thought comes through, man, I'm never going to make my car payment. What am I going to do? One of those, right? Two things. First off, if you're washing dishes and the thought that I can't make my car payment comes through, and there's some angst to that, you feel it, Right? You can kind of picture it. It might be a picture of, I don't know, whatever. Everybody would be different. Selling your car, something like that. Or or walking, or riding your bike. You know, It could be anything. It just depends on how attached you are to the car. The mind will come up with something to, to make it feel, feel good, feel right for the mind. So if you, can, you see it, you kind of feel it, right? The angst or fear, whatever that is. Oh, there's a germ. You feel that, right? So this is the simple way of looking at it because I, the only way I can deal with it is I talk to myself like a, a young child or a golden retriever. 
is if we can feel, see, and feel this thought. Is it separate from us? Is it? Could you could you hear? Could you hear the tree when it falls unless you were part of the tree? The forest? I mean, if you have a phobia about germs and you think about it and feel it, is that thought separate from you? Of course not. You wouldn't feel it if it was. You say, well, I saw it and I felt... You can't feel something unless it's part of you, me. That make sense? Just logic. It's not any big, I'm no big spiritual geeky guru here. It's just logic. Okay. I've been drinking uh, Paul Lando's tea. Maple syrup and cream. Ooh. I mean, you could put maple syrup and cream on anything and taste good, right? <laughs> so the little secret for you this morning is, and that's why many spiritual paths, the good ones, allude to the idea. They don't dig deep into it because I don't think they really understand it, but they know there's something there, is that we have to be responsible for every thought we ever have. In a sense, that's true. But no more than just visiting a place for 10 seconds and then leaving it without caring, and then you're done with it. So so the way the mind works is, so if we if we take the position what I believe to be the truth, is that a thought is a state of consciousness, every one, it's just a state, there's no separation, soul, mind, body is just there, and then you have this state of, oh man, I'm not going to be able to make my car payment, what a drag, that one. And if you have the, if we have, you and I have the awareness enough to simply go and move to the next state of consciousness, There's no juice to that one. You just you just change the state. Does that make sense? You just change the state to Oh hi dude, how you doing? I love you. Okay, boom. So the car state is gone until you go back there. Now what happens to all of us humans for lifetimes, because we don't know this stuff, never were taught this stuff, is that the fear of losing the car can't make the payment state of consciousness, whether it be five seconds, 30 seconds, or a minute, the longer we're in there, the stronger it is, the more energy it has. Makes sense, right? The longer we're in it, just has more energy. It's not complicated. And then what generally happens is, because of programming of not wanting or attachment to the car, 
the mind will come up with, oh man, I don't want that thought. I can't lose the car. I create my reality. Oh, I hate that thought. And then what happens? That that state of consciousness gets even stronger and it's going to come back and present itself. This is how disease works. So until we we can look at that state and be right in there and go, I do, no, I love you. Um, so it's just moving to the next state. And then people go to, God love them, go to therapists, right? And they want to let go. They want to let go of whatever, right? Got to let go. So think about that, how upside down that is to reality. You can't let go of something until you, you, the only way to let go of something is to not go there anymore. The only way to let go of something is to not go there any longer. Write that down, put that on your fridge. Because the more, I know it's a trip, the more we want to let go of something, the more we're in it. You can't let go of something until you think about it, and then when you think about it, then you're in that state of consciousness, and then it gets stronger. Which is why alcoholics and drug addicts and sex sex addicts and whatever can go a whole life and can't let go of it because they don't understand this. It's just the way addiction works. Is this making sense? Am I just crazy? I am. I know. I am. Well, I love you guys and I appreciate being here and I love to talk about this stuff because what else are you going to talk about? (laughs) Yeah, what else are you going to talk about? The Matrix? I don't think so. Why would you want to get in there and like George Bernard Bernard, what's his name? George Bernard Char, Bernard, whatever. He said, you don't want to wrestle with pigs because you'll get dirty and they like it. That's what happens when you get into the matrix. One of the very first things I do in the morning is come sit at my meditation chair and that's when I take my dual extracted mushrooms from Sir Thrival, the chaga and the reishi. Both of these mushrooms are immunomodulators. If you had too strong of an immune system, like autoimmunity, it'll help to downregulate and calm the immune system. If you have too weak of an immune system, like an immunodeficiency, they help to upregulate or strengthen your immune system. So whatever you're dealing with, they help to bring your immune system to balance. In addition to being immunomodulators and adaptogens, Chaga is probably best known for its extremely high ORAC value or antioxidant content. It scavenges the body of free radicals. And Reishi has a long history being used in conjunction with meditation and for reaching higher states of consciousness. And that's why I like to take these right before my meditation. 
There's a lot of medicinal mushroom supplements on the market to choose from, but most are made with cheaply produced mushrooms grown on grain and either ground up and put in capsules or extracted in non-organic alcohol. Survival does it differently. We use wild harvested chaga and organic certified wood-grown reishi fruit bodies, not the mycelial extract. And then we use an organic alcohol and a hot water extraction method and then recombine so you get the full benefits of these extremely high quality mushrooms. Thank you, Daniel, sir. It's a great company, Sir Thrival. We have the Rishi, the Shaga, real, real products that are viable, powerful. I love that the Rishi and Shaga are adaptogens. That they'll help you either way. A little low here, a little high there. That's called adaptogenic. And these kind of herbs can be taken every day until the cows come home. And you know, once the cows leave, they don't come home. Uh, colostrum, pine pollen, elk velvet antler, shaga rishi, um, digestive bitters, some great products on any Sir Thrival link. We had a fellow on, what was his name? Hmm. Cool guy. Oh, uh, yeah, Evan Folds. Evan Folds talked all about agriculture, beyond organic, uh, Rudolf Steiner. And um, we were kind of playing around with the idea of just as I've been talking about here, eating less and, you know, all that thing. Eating less and gaining weight and stuff. At the same time, and eating God and, you know, eating God. And uh, someone asked uh, an email about what are some, the best superfoods that he knows of that could help us to get more prana or chi or food, nutrition, um, and then eat less food, you know, eat less broccoli and pork chops. Nothing wrong with pork chops and broccoli, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, he said, uh, microalgaes, which kind of lit me up there because we have a microalgae product that I don't think there's any out there with the mojo that this product has. I'm cereal. Gluten-free. It's called BioSuperfood, BioAlgae, and it's got spirulina, two different kinds of spirulina. These are microalgaes, blue-green algae family, invisible to the naked eye, and they all the vitamins and enzyme, 60 minerals and trace elements in just one. 60 minerals, trace elements. You can live off this, which I'm working on doing. I'm doing about 10 caps a day now. Read some of this on their website. Due to the fully digestible soft lipid polysaccharides, cell wall, and it's all its nutrients are fully assimilated. This is just one. Then we have the spirulina plantinus thing. Protein. Microalgae, also the blue-green family, closely resembles its cousin Pacifica. That was the first one. It grows from alkaline, brackish, 
and saline waters in tropical and subtropical regions. Lots of vitamins, enzymes, dozen of minerals, trace elements, and rich in chlorophyll. EFAs, fatty acids. They won't yellow fat you. Then there's a dunalina and a hematocus, H-A-E-M-A-T-O-C-O-C-U-S, microalgae. And they, they do these in a bioreactor, so there's no pollution. Little blue, blue guys. Oh, I've got one left. I've got them all. New, new bottle downstairs. See how small they are? You can do 10 in a heartbeat. So, if you'd like to get more nutrition, more of all these great stuff, you can get some on our website, oneradionetwork.com. Look on the BioAge ad and just click and order. Before you order, you can read all the, the whole thing that I just went through there. My kitchen juiced up to, to do it. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is One Radio Network. Oops. We are listener supported. One Radio Network. I almost know what I'm doing. We're live here on the 18th of, well, be something, huh? 18th of February, 2022. Fascinating writes Daniel. Oh, not Daniel, I tell. Fascinating Daniel. Um, but state of consciousness and thoughts, but I'm confused. Well, I can't help you through an email, Daniel. If you really want to talk about it, you could ask the right questions if we call. Uh, hard to tell if the show is live or a repeat. Um, yeah, I mean, we could put that that thing up again. I always say the date. It says right there, live. But we could we could put repeats when we do, I guess we could do that. See, I have a little repeat thing. Watch. Think we should do that? What's the matter? I don't think it matters. The information is interesting to you. I don't even think I have the repeat thing here. I used to have it. But it says a lot, you know, I, I hear what you're saying. You wouldn't know. Oh, here it is. Watch. Watch it. <laughs> See? I guess I could do that when we stream other shows, huh? Does that work for you? Let's take that off. We're live. I always say the date and the time, but uh, you know, I hear hear what you're saying. I guess I could do that. Okay. I'll do that. Talk me into it. Uh, We're going to have a a live show, speaking of live, with Dr. Tom Cowan, and that's at 1 o'clock this afternoon, 1 o'clock Central Time, on this 18th day of February. And he's going to talk about what is antibodies, what are antibodies? All right. 
So, um, Eli, the phone line's working. Yeah, they're working. I tested them before. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I tested them before the show. Working. So, this is kind of fun. Um, yeah, I've been kind of looking at the idea of how much or how well one could do with just eating God and a few superfoods, you know. Because <laughs> there's people we've had on the show that conjecture that we can do just fine, thank you very much, on probably a third of the less food because we get 70% from the ether. I, I think we get 100% actually, and uh, that that's why we could just live off God if we want. But I kind of figured out over the last month looking at this and cutting down on food that I'm totally addicted to food. And that addiction works the same way that we just talked about. Same way. I've seen it. It's very clear. Very clear. You can just um, think about eating, however you do it, with a thought or an image or a feeling or a taste. And so you, you get in that state of consciousness and then before you know it, you're eating because you're addicted to that feeling. That's it. That's what addiction is. So you can imagine that people who are addicted to oxycotton, cotton, and, uh, you know, whatever, marijuana, um, any stimulant, coffee, anything. Not saying it's bad, coffee's not bad, coffee's good, but it's still an addiction. Anything's an addiction that we don't need, and the only thing we need is God. So, addiction's not a bad word. I don't get emails about, come on, coffee won't hurt. No, it won't hurt you. It's just a choice. It won't hurt you. I, I'm off of it now. Just decided. But doesn't mean it's bad. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing really good or bad. It's all relative. The only time good and bad gets involved is when you think there's an authority above you. This gets tricky, but fun. Only if there's an authority above you that wants you to do something a certain way and if you don't do it or if you you're bad nope that's a lie nobody cares Jesus Buddha God Spirit nobody cares and I would venture to guess that 90 or more, I don't know, I'm just guessing because I, I believed it for hundreds of thousands of lifetimes. So, I mean, what do you think? That somebody really cares that there's good and bad and that you have sin and then you have guilt and then 
let the games begin. There's karma. It's different. Because you say, wait, wait a minute, are you saying that you shouldn't be guilty if you kill someone? Well, I mean, sure, I'm sure you'd feel badly. But then you got to deal with it. That's, that's the way it works. you got to deal with shooting Uncle Charlie. Not good. <laughs> and then you gotta, then you got to deal with all the karma that went along with shooting Uncle Charlie and the, um, the, you know, what's the word? The impact and the problem with Uncle Charlie's kids who can't support Uncle Charlie and then Uncle Charlie's kids' kids. I mean, karmically, not good. So you can see, you can shoot Uncle Charlie just because he's a pain in the ass and spend lifetimes dealing with it. That's why the whole St. Peter at the Golden Gate and letting you in, and that's where that all came from. That, of course, is all made up. But it's just karma. Karma is as real as it gets. And that's the way the universe has been set up. Because God did that so we could learn how to not kill Uncle Charlie. <laughs> that's the only way. Now, religions will tell you thou shalt not kill and stuff. So they tried, but then they turned it into sin and then you kill Uncle Charlie and then you were just guilty for the next 50 years, had a miserable life and then forgot about it the next lifetime and probably killed somebody, who knows. Yeah, you just have to understand karma as opposed to sin. And then the guilt thing goes away and then you can not do it any longer. You could probably then go and find everybody that Uncle Charlie was involved in, see if you could make amends, help them, you know, maybe lessen the karma. I don't know. So back to, yeah, I'm addicted to food right now, so I'm going to keep eating. <laughs> That's right. I'm addicted. What can I tell you? I'm an addict. It's hard to tell spam and real emails. <clears throat> They're getting pretty good at spams, you know. Spam burgers. Spam burgers. I would like mine with everything on it, please, Spam burger. I just like everything on it. Oh man, I forgot to tell my Facebook crew that we're live. Can I do that?
video and audio. Cool. Then we'll put the the link. That was easy. Cool, man. You know, can you imagine standing up at a meeting, you know, like like at uh, Alcoholics Anonymous? Hi, my name is Patrick, and I'm a food I'm a foodaholic. <laughs> That'd be a great little comedy screenplay, one. And it's been 48 days. I have a little coin here that I haven't eaten. <laughs> okay, it's great. Speaking of sin and karma, there's a great movie called Defending Your Life. Meryl Streep and there's an, a comedian wrote that. His name is not in my consciousness at the moment. Somewhere filed back there, but it'll pop in. It's a great movie if you get a chance to see it. I was speaking of that. Um, I wonder... I wonder, wonder who, who wrote the book of love. Oh, remember that one? One of the uh, screenplays that I've studied through one of the books that I, I read about screenwriting is uh, The African Queen, Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn. Great movie, really well done and crafted and they just teach you how to tell a good story. So I go on Netflix last night, or one of them, and I looked up African Queen, and I said, oh, there it is, oh, that's cool. Didn't, didn't have to pay two dollars, some of them they charge you two bucks. And uh, so I went to watch it, and then about 15 minutes in, I was really getting into it, studying it of how they Went from scene to scene and all that. And then they did a commercial, a video commercial of some crazy stuff I was. And then there was three, and there was four. What? I don't know where it wasn't on Amazon or because I was going to write Amazon and say, hey man, you can't run commercials. I'm paying you so much a month for that. But, so maybe it's on YouTube. You could watch it for free. Albert Brooks. Thanks, Lynn. Lynn's great. I don't know what I'd do without her, man. Just Defending Your Life. 1991 American romantic comedy fantasy about a man who finds himself on trial in the afterlife while proceeding examine his lifelong fears to determine whether he'll be reincarnated on Earth. Written starring Albert Brooks. Meryl Streep, Rip Torn, he plays a St. Peter kind of guy, Lee Grant, Buck Henry. It's great. Great film. And what they did was they, they put you in a little room and then play back different things that you did 
during the past life. So to see if you learned the lesson or what you thought about it, so they had kind of had a jury thing. And then they had they had an attorney that kind of defended you so you wouldn't have to come back to Earth. <laughs> well, he did that because, you know, that guy. it's great. Albert Brooks, he wrote it, directed it too, I think. Defending your life. Hey, Lynn, would you look up and see if you can watch the whole movie, please, my dear? African Queen on UB2B. I bet it's on there with no commercials. Daphne, I'm addicted to pizza. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah, I know so much. I haven't had pizza for a while. Do you know in Italy, Adam talks about how melted cheese, melted cheese is like one of the worst things you can eat because it gets like <coughs> sticky wicky, you know, in your intestines, colon and probably right I don't know if you've ever had a chance to go to Italy I've been blessed to be able to be there twice I went it's a great spot Italians are crazy man they're I mean they're really wonderful people crazy in a good way they're not into work too much you know it's like they are but boy when they quit work they're off work and when they take a vacation they usually close down the whole um, country in, this, in the month of August. Anyway, but if you, if you go over there and you look at these pizzas, way different from American, what's the pizza place here? Whatever. Just a little bit of cheese. And it's more a very light, uh, maybe sometimes just a real light, very little cheese, mostly tomatoes and a really good crust. And they do it in a wood-fired oven, like we used to do at Timponi's Market in Dripping Springs. We had a wood-fired oven, and you cook those puppies at like 800 degrees. Seriously. They cooked in, when we made them in uh, 2007, wow, has it been that long ago? Um, they cook in about 90 seconds, maybe a minute. The whole pizza, 800 degrees. So that's the way they do it there. So real good tomatoes, olive oil, um, nothing like they do at, what's the biggest pizza place here? I don't know. Just all that cheese. Kind of hard on the, you know, on the cola. <laughs> Adam's probably right about that. Melted cheese. Uh, Adam says, isn't melted cheese in Italy a relatively modern thing? It is in Mexico compared, it is in Mexico compared to U.S. border town. You know, I don't know, Adam. I went to Italy, oh gosh. Um, first time I went was, wow, 72? Then I went back in 2000 and, or, I don't know, 19... 97. Yeah, you and you know, it's it's a lot of it is that fresh mozzarella buffalo cheese too, which is real different from the craft mozzarella. 
right? It's real fresh and real light, and I suspect it's raw until they just heat it up. But yeah, they, they've never had a lot of cheese in uh, on pizza. My grandma, who was born in Sicily, hi, Graham. She she would make a, a pizza for New Year's Eve when we were kids. And it was uh, about this thick. And um, she somehow knew how could make the pizza dough like that and get it to rise. So it was like a deep dish thing, which is how they made it sometimes in Italy. Not all the time, but sometimes, kind of special. And she would just do a little bit of Parmesan cheese, olive oil, some olives, maybe anchovies. But the combination with that crust, which was like, My mom used to let us stay up for the pizza. She had about 10 o'clock or something. You know. Yeah, you get me crying thinking about the fam. Millie. It's a great childhood boy, I tell you. Seven kids. And, uh, there was never a broken bone. I mean, there, it was like you watch some of these, some of these TV shows about, you know, childhood, and um, so grateful to incarnate into the family I did. I think I, I, I heard my mom and dad just kind of argue really argue one time my whole life um, no broken bones no no issues we just lived it was like like leave it to beaver they had more problems than I'll leave it to beaver father knows best than we had it was amazing Isn't that crazy Grade school was kind of weird. Um, I mean, not really weird, but, um, oh God, we had nuns. I went to Our Lady of Perpetual Payments. It's a great school. And, uh, you know, don't get me started on that, sorry, but it was, it was fine. Could you imagine the difference um, going to school you know, in the 50s when I went, and now. One thing I do remember when I was going to grade school was 50, what, 6, 57, 58. Yeah, I went to high school in 1960. Was, um, it's hilarious to think about it. What, 70 years ago? Russia Russia was the bad guy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, check it out. Oh yeah, they were gonna nuke us at any minute. They've been running with this scam as long as I can remember. <laughs> running on empty. 
Lynn says, only the trailers on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, I'm just not going to watch that. And I looked, they have their little markers. You can't even fast forward past them. They're clever. This was on some place that, that Amazon picked up. I may have to go online and just buy the DVD, right? Then you can have it. Okay, this is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. As you can tell, we just kind of, you know, do a stream of consciousness thing. If there's something interesting to you that you would like to talk about, I'd love to have you. But I'll have you and then let you go. I won't keep you. Is... 888-663-6386, email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We love this product. It is called Pearlseum. It's an ancient longevity, and I don't eat a lot of it. i got to start eating some more. Longevity, we're in the longevity and beauty and strength. Ancient longevity and beauty secret. And we use it mostly to brush our teeth with. It's really cool. Comes in a little green container. I recommend if you get it, um, if you want to get some, just go to our website, oneradionetwork.com, and then um, order three of them. That's the way you get the best deal. And then you're going to have three. Have one at your kitchen have one there, and then one at the bath. Your two bathrooms. You got two bathrooms, right? Yeah. I just soul traveled to your house, and I saw two bathrooms. <laughs> so, and your your teeth will be so happy, so happy, so. Happy. My toothies never looked better and felt better. And it's been proven that the Prilsium will actually kind of hang on to some bone and help little areas like, you see these little areas where people call it receding gums? But that's not what it is. It's actually receding bone. And then people blame it on the gums. But Prilsium will actually adhere to the calcium, the bones, and help it kind of regrow. Pretty cool. Very cool. Pearlsium on our website on oneradionetwork.com. Previously with Dr. Thomas Rao, the Pericles Medical Clinic in Switzerland. Their specialty is detoxification. We asked him about far-infrared saunas. The far-infrared sauna goes much deeper into the skin subcutaneously. It has its maximum about four to five centimeters below the skin surface. You've actually measured materials in the sweat and you've proven this. Yes, the, the patients after a week doing this every day, half an hour or 45 minutes, they react quite much with wet. Then you can collect this wet. Then you measure this and then you find how much they detoxify with the heavy metals. It's really amazing. These are great units. I've had mine four or five years now. 
to order the Relax Far Infrared oh, Sauna Summer Special, $950 delivered, Continental U.S. Click and order. I, I lost my, my earphone. I couldn't tell what was going on. Sorry. Yeah, the uh, price in uh, February 2022 is tax title license delivered in the lower 48, 1295 Canada, one four nine five. It's a great. You'll love it. It's um, so blessed to have one in my life. Andrea Seed Oils are probably, not probably, but I believe the most pristine, healthy oil that you can get anywhere. This side of the, oops. So, <laughs> I did it again. So the sauna, let me go back. Yeah, I got it. Thank you, Lynn. Yeah, uh, this side of the Mahangahela River, the uh, sun is 1295 delivered. 1295 delivered in the lower 48. Sorry, my microphone was off. We have a new system here, and I got it. Thanks, Lynn. Um, 1295 delivered, tax title license, lower 48, and then Canada 1495. It's the only way you get that price is to email moi, your congenial host, Pat, Pat Patrick, at one radio, I'm congenial, right? Thanks. Patrick at one radio network.com. Patrick at one radio network.com. Now we'll move on to Andreas Seed Oils. Andreas was a Olympic champion from Germany. And they used to give them all kinds of stuff to make them jump like a rabbit. <laughs> That's right. You can't imagine what they gave him. So by the time, I think he won a gold medal. I, I think. Closer. Don't recall. Choose to remember, as we say. So he was in the hospital, and he, he knew that he was never going to get out of there. He just knew it, right? Intuitively, deep down in his, I don't even know what to say DNA anymore. I don't know what's true. Just say deep in his, who he was, his soul. And a neighbor of his started making um, fresh pressed flax with a little, you know, with a little um, crank, you know, just fresh pressed it. And he started bringing it into Andreas. Andreas got off the hospital jello food. And I think he got off the uh, oxygen too, which he kind of knew that would kill him. And he got out of there and he said, and it changed his whole life. Now, flax is not the very best choice for us, in our opinion, only because it's very high in the threes, omega-threes, which you don't need a lot of. But as a supplement... You could do a little teaspoon now and then, and I think it'd be great, personally. But there's so many other ones that are not high in omega-3s, like black cumin seed, they're not poofas, sesame seed oil, coriander seed oil. Coriander seed oil, do you know what a coriander is? Anybody know? Raise your hand. Come on. That's right, cilantro. Coriander seeds make cilantro. Cilantro, one of the all-time ever heavy metal detoxer on the planet. 
Now, do you know how much cilantro you have to eat to really make that happy? Yeah. But you imagine how many cilantro seeds would have to go into a bottle of cilantro oil? And then, imagine if you will, <laughs> a process where you could squoze those little cilantro seeds into, without virtually no heat or pressure, friction, and that's what oxidizes the oils and makes them not happy. And they'll rancify in your body is quicker than you can say something. So, oils are pretty much dangerous, no matter where you go. Even the hippie food store, they say they're cold-pressed. It doesn't mean anything. But you can get pumpkin seed oil, hemp seed oil, um, a whole array of wonderful oils. You want to get Mr. Livery Happy? Milk this oil. Whoa. Have you ever seen a little milk thistle seed? How small they are? I don't know how he does it, but he figured it out. Well, you know how those Germans are. They figured out how to make a BMW and Mercedes-Benz. They're very persnickety about things such as that, doing things the very best they can. It's a kind of a German, it's in their DNA, baby. So, check it out. These oils are on our website, Andreas Seed Oils, OneRadioNetwork.com. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. We are live here and in living color. OneRadioNetwork.com on the 18th of February. Thomas Cowan will be here at 1 o'clock live. We always stream his Friday podcast. People like it. He's going to be talking about what are antibodies in a couple of hours. What are they? Should have taken this while the commercial, but... Oh, I was talking during the commercial. All right. Adam just sent another email. Adam says that he's traced melted cheese back to to 1291 in Europe, but it was almost always eaten with fermented cucumbers or wine to help break down the cheese. Well, that makes sense, right? They could do the El Roderai yogurt that we're doing. We need to talk about that. I put that on our list. I don't know how you find this stuff. 12, and 1291. So Adam has said that he's really been looking for uh, the cause and the cure for baldness and gray hair. He said that if he can really figure that out, he can become a cabillionaire and then do his, his healing center. So Adam, you figure that out, dude, and I'll get the money to launch it. I'll, I'll get you the money somewhere. Could you imagine if you get something that really gets to the root, something like that, root cause? So many bald dudes would pay whatever. But we wouldn't, 
we wouldn't extort them. We'll just make it affordable. So Adam, you figure that out. The hydrogen is helping my hair turn dark. I know it. Oh, somebody found, oh, it was Lynn. There is the actual movie. Look at this. Wow. Wow. Well, I wanted to play some My African Queen. You must log in and register. Oh, oh well. Might not be free, but thanks, Lynn. When you log in and register, you got to be careful where, where you go from there. <laughs> What's your address? Or give us your credit card just in case we want to charge you someday. Could be free. We'll check it out. Thanks. Hey, gold and sil- Hey, haste for horses. Gold and silver starting to move. Have you seen that? Boy, gold has been on a run lately, but boy, now the boys are Banging it back down, eighteen ninety five today, one thousand eight hundred ninety five dollars. Oil keeps going up, then it goes back down. People just buy and sell it. Can you imagine what this stuff would cost if they just let it go? Yeah, I saw some prices in uh, California for gas. Whoa, what's up with that? Like four, four dollars a quarter. Let's see what this is. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said that a large percentage of nasal swabs, PCR tests for COVID, were ultimately subjected to genomic sequencing analysis, raising red flags about the genetic privacy of individuals who took the test. Oh, we're shocked. We're shocked. Plus, we don't know what they were giving, right? What kind of thing they were doing. Gas prices may soon hit $7 per gallon, warned an expert. Well, that's probably just paving the way. The, uh, the Freedom Convoy people are going to do a thing in um, Washington, D.C., I believe on the 23rd. It's going to leave from California to Washington, D.C. Interesting, huh? We've run a couple of videos, one on Faceplant and one on our Telegram page. By the way, we have a Faceplant. Uh, face um, you can sign up and 
send me a thing saying, can we be friends? Um, can we be friends? And um, on Telegram, we have a Telegram link on the top of our page. Um, there's some truckers there saying, you know what, guys? Why drive all the way to Canada or even Washington, D.C. and tangle with the authorities? And I guess, I guess the, the impact is, a, is the actual act itself. So I, I see where they're going. But some of the truckers are saying, just stay home. See, most of these are all private truckers. They have their own rig, most of them. Or they work for somebody and they just stay home. That way nobody can, you know, steal your bank account or give you a hard time, declare you're a domestic terrorist. The truckers just stay home for three days and it's just game over. (laughs) There's no food, nothing, anywhere. Boom, done, gone. So they just sit around at home. They have some organize and say, we'll just lift all these mandates everywhere, every state, all these vaccine mandates, all of them. We don't care what the Supreme Court says. Healthcare workers, lift them or we're not going to, you're done. What are you going to do? You don't think that they would wake up and smell the coffee real quick? Because people without food will be storming the White House. There's nothing worse than a whole millions and millions of people with nothing to lose because they have nothing to lose. Truckers could do an heartbeat. I mean, virtually every grocery store in the country is on a just-in-time. I've mentioned this before, but it's true. You can go to H-E-B and Dripping Springs and they have a um, back room of about I don't know, 20 feet wide, kind of long, and they just have the bare essentials that run out. Um, I don't know, mostly uh, water, mostly water, different size waters and stuff that really flies off the shelf. They get trucks in every day. Those truckers stop, game over. I wrote a letter to HEB yesterday they still have all of their employees at 600 stores in Texas. It's the biggest, I think it's the biggest chain in the country. Generally a great country, but a uh, company. And I just remember, I said, what are you guys doing? These cough masks don't work. You know that. You got to know it. Just go on the internet. There's no evidence. Get those plastic things down and take the cloth masks off so your checkers can interact with people, not have to, But I guess it could be argued they're retaining the carbon dioxide, so it's maybe it's not as bad for them as people say. <laughs> I don't know. So, of course, they're going to do what they're going to do. Adam says, I only know one person who had her white hair turned jet black following brain surgery. Her original black hair grew back in a three by six inch patch, I look like a marmoset. So that's the only person you've ever 
But if it can go one way, Adam, it's got to be able to go the other way. So I suspect that some of my hairs that are turning to a more natural color is because I don't worry about anything. I think the hydrogen is, but I think it's more, you know, I think it's more uh, stress-related than anything. I mean, look at uh, a lot of the presidents. I think Obama, both Obama and Clinton, they both turned color, right, during their time. Poof. Of course, in Obama's case, if you're married to a boy, I guess that could turn your hair white. Sorry. Oh, well. Everybody knows it. 